you're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women, all ladies, no matter what age or what stage you're at in life, to be the best versions of ourselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while you do it. So today, this is, of course, an episode for all ladies. We are going to be talking about skin care. It's so important right now during the pandemic, and it's really almost kind of like a good time to kind of get into it if, you know, maybe you weren't really into skincare before because we've got tons of time on our hands. So why not try out some new products? But we really wanted to talk today about skincare during this pandemic because we are fighting a lot of things. Number one, everyone is fighting mask knee because, you know, we're wearing masks and so the masks just hold a bunch of moisture. And we are also fighting with dry skin. I feel like this whole like US right now is dry skin, dry, dry, dry everywhere. So we're everybody, no matter where you live, just about is fighting dry skin. So to really lead the conversation today, um, we are going to have Lisa, who is, of course, our skincare expert here on the beauty panel. She is a licensed master esthetician. So please, Lisa, tell us some tips to, to manage during this pandemic our skin. Okay, okay. Um, I have some good talking points I jotted down for us today on here. Um, I do feel like it's important to kind of preface everything by saying that it's so important that we all become kind of our own skincare advocates and getting to know our skin, knowing what's right for our skin. Um, if I mention anything today on the podcast that you're allergic to or contraindicated for, please don't try it. Um, I try to encourage my followers to educate themselves and get to know their skin as much as possible so that when they are hearing or seeing a product that's out there, they know that it's going to work for them. Mm -hmm. So like you said, mask knee, uh, we're seeing mm -hmm. a lot of it. It's actually something that's been around for a while. It's known as acne mechanica. And oh. you would you hear about it like when you were a kid and your mom would say, don't rest your hand on your chin like that, that yeah. constant friction that causes that irritation and breakout on your chin or if you're a side sleeper that constant friction on the side of your face you would see mm -hmm. it there people who sleep a lot will get it on their buttocks um athletes yeah. will get it from like wearing that gym equipment all day long and it's just um. getting sweaty and festering and rubbing and irritating so um i do have a few great tips for mask related acne uh first things first I like to discourage people from wearing makeup under their mask mm -hmm. um, and keeping, you want to keep your masks clean. I store mine in a Ziploc bag. So nothing comes in contact with it when it's clean. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you're washing these fabric masks regularly. If you're I using the disposables, you got to dispose of them. Like you mm -hmm. don't want to wear them into the ground. Um, True. I agree with that tip about right? washing them. <laughs> Because I do mask laundry at least once a week. It's a whole additive to my laundry list, but it's better for my face. So I, oh, I'm an advocate for mask laundry. Wash it. Right, yep. right. And, and not only that, when you are washing these masks, you don't want to just wash them with anything. You want to make sure that you're using a free and clear detergent that doesn't have mm. like fragrances or fabric softeners because yeah. they could leave that no. waxy film behind and the fragrances mm. could really just add to that irritation and inflammation that's already taking place from that constant friction. I do mm. have another cool tip for you. Ooh, 
Maybe. And she got bags, guys. There's stuff coming out of bags over here. Lots of products over here uh-huh. so that the viewers can be entertained too. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have seen these or if, if they're even showing up. Yeah, they well. are. Yeah. So these are those acne dots that you've probably seen before. They are made of uh, hydrocolloid, I want to say hydrocolloid kind of a material it's absorbent material that Mm -hmm. will help to um absorb like the secretions excess secretions from the skin but more importantly in this case it's creating a buffer between your skin and the mask to really cut down on that friction and allow the skin to heal so I wow. love those for that. So I, are they, it, it just goes on your skin. Is it dry or is it wet? So they're completely clear. They're awesome. Oh. I love them because I've worn them to work and like people don't even notice. They are, Oh, so just that's little... on my finger. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And if you put these on um, a lesion at night by the morning it flattens it out it like absorbs mm. that excess so let me make sure i'm understanding so it's like a, a like if you have a pimple you know mm-hmm. like a big breakout you put that on and then you're not getting it more irritated and everything from the mask and all that jazz right okay i get it almost like a spot acne treatment or something so these, so these are by Peach Slices, I guess is the name of the company. They're called Acne Dots. You'll see them. There's several brands that sell them, and they're not expensive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I got these on Amazon. <laughs> I love I've, it. <laughs> I've, I've used, like, all the different brands that are on Amazon, and they all work the same. Like, it doesn't make a big difference which one you go with. Just, they're all made of that hydrocolloidal colloid I want to say I hope I'm saying it right they're made of the same thing (laughs) Um, another ingredient that I like for healing um, the skin when it's like inflammation induced not necessarily like you're oily and you're acne prone is niacinamide that's great Mm -hmm. for improving the barrier of the skin and regulating your oil production and without over drying the skin Azelaic acid is another good antibacterial, anti-inflammatory. Um, both ingredients are total workhorses and will help. They'll help with like the hyperpigmentation that's kind of left behind from those. Mm-hmm. I need that. Me too. Me too. But I even have, as far as like uh, bar- creating another barrier of moisture on the skin. I really like this B5 balm by La Roche Posay. Mm-hmm. That's another nice one. I like the name. And yeah. the day, these are all like ways to like help repair and soothe the barrier of the skin without like over drying and adding to the irritation. Mm-hmm. The important thing is you don't want to like panic and start just buying all of the things off the internet. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, and sticking them on your skin. If you try like these tips and the breakouts are persisting or worsening, like it's time to see a dermatite, a dermatologist. You might have like perioral dermatitis or something else going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, like a lot of people are afraid to go into the doctors right now but a lot of these germs are doing virtual virtual consultations right now so yeah 
I definitely think people should get those like virtual. And I know you as a skincare expert would definitely recommend that, like getting your skin analyzed properly, you know, because then you can treat your skin properly. You're going to buy the right products. So you're going to waste less money and you're going to get stuff that's actually effective. And I feel like once you actually know what your skin type is, you know what to buy and not buy for yourself. You're like, oh, well, I know my skin is A, B, C, or D. So then this particular product isn't going to be good for me because you know whatever like for me um that one um long name that I forgot what it was once I keep talking I know you'll know what it is but the one that's for um balancing oil production oh niacinamide that's it niacinamide Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that is something I look for in products because I know for me I produce that um heavy waxy oil normally from my skin which is actually what you taught me too is actually still leaves you dehydrated because it's like you're it's still an imbalance so I look for that in products now because you know you taught me that and you know just other things too that I've read you know all my skin and everything so again the whole point is get your skin professionally done because then you know what ingredients to to look for in products when you have that consultation I think it's just Right. I, I think a lot of people um, don't realize that we're, when they're on the table and they're getting their skin analyzed, that's the mm-hmm. best time. Just ask a ton of questions and get mm-hmm. to get familiar with your skin. Um, and like you said, that that does give you so much freedom when you're out there and you're turning over bottles and you're reading ingredients mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my esthetician said this would be good for me or this would be not so good for me, you right. know? That's the thing I miss the most is seeing my esthetician because I know my esthetician knows my skin. I know that my esthetician is educated and and qualified to recommend what my skincare needs. And that's honestly been the hardest thing for me because having these issues, like you mentioned, like maskne and other issues that the skin is having, I'm like, I can't go see her. So now that we have you here, it's like one of the things that I've been dying to ask you is like at home, like how can I get that? facial experience for myself because I am missing my girl yeah yeah (laughs) so nothing truly I feel like comes close to that like experience that spa experience when someone's like touching your skin and looking at your skin but um, (laughs) there, there are lots of things that you can do at home um I feel like going in that it's important that you're already on a good home care regimen to, to begin mm-hmm. with. Cause I think a lot of people are like, Oh no, now I'm not getting exfoliated. Like my esthetician was doing mm-hmm. right. But if you're not on a good home care regimen, your skin's not really prepped for that. Cause we're meant to work together, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing your home care and then you come in and see us for treatments. So Make sure you're on that home care regimen. Don't stop being on your home care regimen, TA and IS clinical. Oh, yeah. When, COVID, when you have not. Oh, man. no, I'm okay. new to this whole thing. Get ready. <laughs> I really like IS clinical. My favorite treatment. IS Clinical is like one of my favorites too. So PCA and IS Clinical, and I know they're not the only ones that have done this, but they came out with like miniature at-home versions of in-office treatments. Oh, nice. Oh, that's wonderful. 
Yeah. So Eyes Clinical, they have, it, it was like called like the red carpet facial. It's their famous oh, yeah. fire and eyes treatment. They came out with a miniature version of that. I want that. And the cool thing about it was it was kind of designed so that you still got to work with your esthetician. It could be done virtually oh. with her oh. on a Zoom and she's walking you through it. Mm. And then PCA came out with a home version of uh it's called like the enzymatic exfoliation. Let's see, I have the name of it written down somewhere. Give me a second, I'll find mm -hmm. it for you guys. That's amazing. I'm excited. Yeah, that's because I'm like, how can I bring my institution home? <laughs> that's it. It is called the micro peel. So oh. I like these two things in particular because it's still peels. it's a great way for you to have something guided by your esthetician. They know your skin. Mm -hmm. They'll know if it's right for you. You're still supporting them during COVID, which is kind of nice. Um, if you don't have an esthetician, I mean, I am my own esthetician, but <laughs> I, I use That's always a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I use a lot of enzymes. They they tend to be more gentle. Mm -hmm. um, I use a lot of you probably see on my Instagram like the Luzerne Labs enzyme mm -hmm. brightening mask quite mm -hmm. a bit. It really makes you have that like that facial glow. Mm -hmm. um, and then just like when you want to exfoliate, stick to gentle things. It's 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 like cooking, right? It's better to build than it is to like dump a bunch of salt in the pot and then be like, oh no, I overdid it. Now what? And you're trying to undo damage. So okay. I look like the gentle AHAs and things like that when you're really looking um, to exfoliate. Um, if you're looking for brightening, Mm -hmm. Niacinamide is a great brightener and it helps with acne, like <laughs> Kojic, uh, Arbutin, licorice root. Those are all great things. And then the number one skin tip is sunscreen. I mean, you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm bad at that. I'm so bad at sunscreen. No, like, I, I need to get it together. I need to get, tell me girl, why is it so good? Cause like, I, I have to be honest because my skin is a little bit browner and I, I always think, oh, I'll be okay. But I know there's been cases of, you know, reported that you have to, no matter the, and when you talked about this last time about no matter the, the tone of your skin, everyone needs to wear a sunscreen. And so I need to start getting that as a habit of my way of thinking, just like you brushing your teeth, you know, with toothpaste and a toothbrush, you're putting sunscreen on your face with your moisturizer. Like that's, I'm bad at that. I mean, and I, I get what you're saying. Um, I know like a, a lot of my melanated clients were very concerned with the white cast that mm -hmm. is left behind with a lot of the zinc-based sunscreens. Mm -hmm. So um, like I mentioned last time we talked, I really do like this one by Dermalogica. Oh, I love that one. It, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, I really do like Derm uh, Dermalogica and I do that's one thing that Lisa has been telling me for years, like, Hey, okay. don't forget the sunscreen. And, okay. um, I kind of was on that same train of thought too. Well, mm. for two reasons, number one, I thought, Oh yeah, you know, I'm Brown. I got some sun protection yeah. in here already, but, um, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time or not, but as a makeup artist, I started to get clients 
that, you know, that would sit in my chair that were all different tones, you know, mm-hmm. from my tone to even darker, maybe a little lighter. And I ran into several women that had actually gotten skin cancer as like mm-hmm. pretty melanated women, like brown skin, like people okay. you would not see really getting skin cancer. And I feel like that is starting to happen more in recent years. And so yes. that was kind of the wake up call for me, like, oh, wow, like, you know, I'm seeing people who aren't typically it's okay, well, you don't really have to worry about that unless you're very fair skinned, you know, and that just is not the case anymore. The reason why it's a little bit tricky for me too, is that I am allergic to two of the main ingredients that are usually found in sunscreens and this is like regardless this is a tip for everybody you know that needs to wear sunscreen which is all of us so jojoba oil is something that for some reason a lot of people seem to be allergic to and because it is one of those thicker oils right it Mm. um seems sometimes gives people issues so i have to seek out ones that don't have jojoba oil in them which Try to find that. It is almost near impossible. So, but you did give me a couple good ones over the years. I can't remember what the names are off the top of my head, but um, people can always reach out on social media, whatever, if you want those names of those. It's two I have. The first one I held up was the Dermalogica Dynamic Skin Recovery uh-huh. uh, SPF 50. It's a chemical sunscreen, so it blends into all complexions. The second one I held up was. Um, it's so hard to see. Sorry about that. Is no, that MD UV clear and that's SPF 46. And that has that neosinamide in it as well. It does oh. have pink. It blends into most complexions, but not all. Um, but okay. I, I have had great luck with both of those sunscreens. Okay. Now sunscreen, you're talking about that. It made me think of SPF. Like I see SPF 30, 45, 50, 75. Is there a specific one you should use on your face? Because so, I think more SPF, the more protection, but I don't know if that's necessarily. Yeah, they've come out with studies to show that really like over a certain percentage, it's not, you're not really getting that much more protection. So okay. the, the gold standard really is in our industry is that we say you want at least an SPF of 30. If it's okay. higher than that, that's fine. But really just that, just look for SPF 30. And also a lot of people will try to get away with, um, buying like a foundation with sunscreen in it (laughs) it's not it's not enough I mean it's better Uh, than nothing but it's really just not enough that's good to know yeah that is really caking it on if you were putting on enough that is so funny you mentioned that because on shoots that is the one time that I will wear foundation and it's for that reason and I put a ton of powder on the top too because the the foundations usually don't have jojoba oil in them so I get a little bit of sun protection out of the foundation not as much as I should but at least it helps a little bit but the main thing I've been doing with the sun now is just like not letting my skin just get too much sun like I wear a big Mm -hmm. hat if I know I'm gonna be out for a while I will have like longer sleeves I try to go out like in the early early morning and in the evening like I try not to if I'm gonna be out normally just like whatever but if I know like hey I'm going to the beach I go like really early morning or in the evening Mm -hmm. um so that really has seemed to be the the main thing for me that helps but um I have another question for you though Lisa so we were talking about before like you know with the pandemic everything we can do all these like virtual skincare analysis and how we need to like be our own advocates on getting an analysis done and all that what do you 
think or how do we, let's say we're that person who like has never taken care of our skin before in our lives. Like we've never had a facial, never had like nothing done. Okay. And now we're like, you know what, this is what I want to start doing. How do you find a good esthetician? Because a lot of people, as you know, like they, they, they want to like say, oh, they're just expensive or that's just something almost like the same idea with hairstylists. Like, oh, I could do my own hair. It doesn't matter. Like it's the same thing, which it's not. Um, so how do you tell someone who's transitioning into looking for an esthetician? <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> bye bye. No, no, don't wait. Like you see, she's like, oh, hi. oh. <laughs> can you go watch B- Blippy, please? Oh, please. Can you do it? Oh, thank you. Please. Oh, bye. Oh. <laughs> I can't she's so big now. Oh, yeah. my gosh. She said. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> so. Da, 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 da. Oh, so how can you find or how do you look for a good esthetician? Mm. I mean, I feel like that's like any finding a good dermatologist or a good shrink I mean you really need to find someone that's going to resonate with you um Mm. you know some people are more into like they want that esthetician that's like super holistic Mm -hmm. or other people want that esthetician that's like really into like the lasers and so word of mouth is probably my favorite personal Mm -hmm. like way it just know someone that's had a good experience and they could kind of speak to their personal experiences with that esthetician Mm -hmm. um I read a lot of online reviews um Mm -hmm. for me I know that if I go in to see someone for the first time and they start trying to slap stuff on my face and they've never seen me before and they're not analyzing my skin, I'm kind of like, whoa, like that's a red flag for me. I really want that esthetician that's going to take the time to analyze my skin, see the current condition that it is in, Mm -hmm. have me fill out an intake form of some kind. I'm not allergic to something you're going to put on my face or make sure I'm not taking something that's going to cause me to have an adverse reaction to something that you're going to do to me. So those are some things that I really look for with an esthetician. Um, I honestly, I've had good experiences going to the schools, the aesthetic schools. Oh, I did too. Because first of all, it's inexpensive. It's an inexpensive Mm -hmm. way to maintain your skin. They're under the direction of an instructor. Right. And they're being taught to take all of these fundamental steps to Mm -hmm. achieving good skin. So those are all things that I look for with, with when I'm looking for an esthetician for myself. Yeah, that is, those are so many good points. I think you're right. You have to find somebody who really like, you know, jives with what your goal is. If you're like, you know, hey, I'm not into like, you know, maybe some of the bigger things like injections and fillers and all that stuff, then seek out someone who is more into like natural, um, the more natural approach. or something. Right. Yeah. I also look for people's, um, I really do look at credentials. So I will just be like, you know, like you, for example, you're a master esthetician. And so I'm like, okay, 
how can I get that experience? Like who is a master esthetician in my area? Because I'm like, okay, this person has taken in a lot of knowledge, you know, and with that knowledge, I feel like most of the time I just have gotten, you know, really good results with people like that. Or like you said, in the um, educational setting, you know, when you're learning, a lot of times when we're learning is when we do stuff, right? We don't cut corners and stuff like that. So we are, you know, and then of course the supervision, but I like in Maryland, they don't have that master esthetician designation. So a lot of, we saw a lot of students at my particular school coming from Maryland so that they could get that master esthetician licensure. So Mm -hmm. absolutely, the basic is like half the amount of hours as I needed to get. Oh, so you went extra. Wow, that's interesting. And then I did like the laser course on top of it. That's awesome. Awesome school. I didn't want to ever leave. I mean, I think the other thing too that you do that I look for in any esthetician or anyone who's going to perform any type of service on me is continuing education. So for me, that is a a big one to see who really knows what they're doing because I'm kind of picky like about who's doing what on me from bad experiences that I had. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't really vet this person. I just kind of trusted. And I think that's what most people do. So, um, but that's what you do is not only do you have those like master estheticians, your laser esthetician, but you are always, and I see this on your Instagram and guys definitely visit her Instagram. She's always taking classes you know mm-hmm. advanced learning classes on these d- different like niche things in skincare so when I'm looking for someone that's also what I look for too I'm like okay what other like certifications do they have besides just like you know being licensed by the state have they gone on to do anything else you know mm-hmm. do they provide any sort of training for people anywhere else or anything like that so kind of just like looking for like education little little extras with education seems to have like always steered me in a pretty good direction with finding a a good professional um for any kind of service but um I know you probably have some more things you want to tell us I do I do have some more for 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 COVID uh dry skin I don't think I've I've said anything about dry skin yet okay yes y'all I would say so So, a few of my favorite tips are uh one and you'll see it on my page a lot again is the investing in a cool mist humidifier it's like the easiest thing to do as soon as your skin starts to change before you change your whole regimen put the cool mist humidifier in in your room at night and see if that just makes a difference on its own Mm -hmm. and then also you've probably heard dermatologists say this from the beginning of time. Um, Not to take those overly long, overly hot showers and applying moisturizer to day right? <laughs> like they've been saying that forever. Guilty. And it, girl, let me tell you, I like my shower water, like boiling hot, like, like that's right. literally it might, it's so bad. I have to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. I love my baths. And when I'm doing my self-care thing, that's what I do. I put like conditioner in my hair and a mask on my face and I, soak and I'm guilty of it too but I know how to fix it and this is how we fix it (laughs) shorter showers not as hot not as hot and then moisturizer on that damp skin um I make sure I'm using moisturizers that aren't heavily fragranced so Mm. I like vanny cream right now I'm a fan of that um Sarah Bay makes another great one it has niacinamide again um Mm. (laughs) and um 
so those make a difference. Um, gentle HAs, again, can kind of help encourage that cell renewal. And that improves like the natural production of your intercellular lipids. Um, again, B3, neosinamide for that skin barrier is beautiful. Um, and then, oh, for treatments at home, I use like gel masks or sheet masks, like mm -hmm. Patchology, Lapcos. Um, I ordered them on Durham to Door, which mm -hmm. is a great resource. Like we were talking about the people okay. who haven't been able to go in and see their dermatologist. This, this app you can get, you could take a picture of your skin and a dermatologist will analyze it for you and make product recommendations for you based wow. on- Wow, I love that. Yeah, Durham to Door, Durham to Door. Oh yeah! Somebody if, tell if, me I need the app. <laughs> if you if you want a discount, uh, my last name Brassfield B R A S F I E L D will give you okay. a little discount off of everything you buy on that website. So I think you sent me that with the card because you actually sent some sheet masks. Did you guys yeah. try those sheet masks I sent? I did. I actually used mine the other day and I loved it because I'll be honest with you. I noticed that certain sheet masks, they do a really, really good job, but I will get some little teeny tiny, not even acne, almost like um, just extra oil clog or just a little mm. teeny, teeny blemish with certain ones. But I think it's just because it's like very moisture, like most sheet masks are moisturizing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But that one did not do that. And I, for me, I notice if the sheet mask or whatever has too much moisture in it, that'll happen. But that one was perfect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's, they're good. I love Patchology and Lapcoast masks. I love their ingredients. And I feel like they don't, a lot of these sheet masks you find on the market today are loaded with fragrance and that'll yes my skin. And so yeah. I'm really careful with that. Okay. So that one that you can get onto Derm to Door, right? The oh, app. Yeah, actually, yeah, Patchology and okay. Lactose. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got much cheap mask here. I'm, I'm, I'm treating myself today. After we're done, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be me time. So I'm about I did to sign myself up. <laughs> I was I, waiting for all the tea first before I like. Yes. Together. Yes. Wow. And then for you, everyone to either listening on podcast or um, watching on YouTube, share again your Derm to Door um, so they could get that discount code. The discount. It's just my last name, Brassfield. B-R-A-S-F-I-E-L-D. Okay. And um, of course, um, all of Lisa's information will be like linked in the description and everything. Thank you so much for mentioning sheet mask, Lisa. Now, can you tell us for those people who, again, not everybody knows sheet masks and I'm myself too. I'm like fairly new to sheet masking. Like what are the benefits of sheet masking? Like what does it do for the skin? <laughs> so that's a great question. I like them because they're nice little treats and they're like, they just, they're easy to go, like just travel with. Um, stress could really impact what's going on with our skin. And I think it's really important to kind of designate some time just for you to relax and unwind. And these masks are a great way to do that while giving your skin a boost of hydration mm. and active ingredients. And the way they do that is, I'm sure you know, they come in several different forms. I sent you guys like the cotton sheet masks. This is yeah. one from Nesco. It's like a gel sheet mask. I'm sure you guys have seen um, 
them floating around on Instagram. They take pretty cool pictures. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, real quick, cool. though, because I know you're going to touch on that. Do you always want to make sure you start with a clean face before you add the sheet Absolutely. mask? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, yes, definitely want your skin to be clean when you do that. Um, what it's doing is it's, they're creating a barrier between your skin and the environment. Mm. And that prevents the quick evaporation of those serum ingredients where like you would put a serum on typically and it's just like, it's gone. It's in your skin. Mm -hmm. This allows these ingredients to penetrate even deeper than just applying a serum would. Okay. And so you kind of get like the maximum benefits of these ingredients. I love keeping mine like today before I came on here today, I did my little relaxing sheet masks. Yeah, you know, you make a thing out of it. This you mm-hmm. want to de-stress, especially with everything going on with COVID. You know, light mm-hmm. some candles, listen to some music, unwind, yeah. put that sheet mask on, you know, and it's an easy thing that you can do for yourself that that does make your skin glow. I mean, it just it gets so plump and hydrated. Mm-hmm. As makeup artists, you know, like doing that before a makeup application, this then it really preps the skin for that. Yeah, uh, sure. So for my sure. friend is into natural skincare. You guys know her like with shining star reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, I've talked to her about sheet masks and I know a lot of them have uh, a lot of negativity surrounding them. So I did do research with the masks I sent to you guys um, mm-hmm. with Lacoste and with um, Patchology and Nesco, the other mask I showed you. Uh-huh. I reached out to them all and I have, have like the responses here. Oh, this is great. So- <laughs> yeah, because a lot of um, uh, some people like who are very much into green beauty, like, you know, that yeah. whole beauty movement, which, you know, I mean, I, I do, I, I like to try to get those products as well, but I'm not opposed to, as long as it's, ugh, sorry, as long as it's a scientific um skincare line I'm not opposed you know when when these things are all derived from natural things and just you know yeah so I'm fine with that so I kind of just like the both I'm like the holistic person I do some natural things and I'm open to doing some of the scientific um, brands too but what some people don't like about sheet masks who just subscribe to like the naturalist um Mm. with skincare is that a lot of the sheet masks and I remember we were talking about this the plastic like in this sheet mask and they're like oh that's too much for the environment which after a while that that waste does start to add up so these ones you said though aren't wasteful right so I reached out to them and it it turns out um Let's see. Patchology wrote back. They said all of their masks are biodegradable and their packaging packaging is recyclable. Mm. So that's one of the masks I sent to you guys. Um, Nesco is the fancy gold mask I just held up. Yes. They're they're biodegradable and their packaging is recyclable as well. And they're they're very a limited ingredient, like with their masks, which I like that. Um, They're pricey but they're good and then that other brand that I absolutely like I love um Lab Coast. so they wrote me back they said that their uh packaging is all recyclable mm-hmm. um I inquired about their biodegrad- 
biodegradability of the masks themselves. And they said they're actually working on sustainability initiatives, which are super exciting. Yeah. Um, I just, they seem to love neocinamide just as much as I do. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> product. and so, me too. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to love it too. Y'all got, y'all got me ready for it. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good to know. Because, you know, I really don't I do try to like be mindful of like, what products I'm using and how much waste, you know, I'm creating. That's like a thing I, I I'm not really into not recycling and just being wasteful. Sustainability right. is always key. So that leads me to another question, then, Lisa. Um, you know, there's always diversion out there too with products, especially this is happening. I can't remember like what there's a skincare person that I follow, but they mentioned on their Instagram how, you know, they had this uh, mask and then this other um, company or basically anyway, it's like one of those fall off the truck situations where there's a bunch of products that are diverted or where a manufacturer, you know, if the formula isn't just right. Um, then they, instead of re um, breaking that formula down and re-engineering it and making the products over again, they just take those products and throw them out on the black market. So that has what? happened a lot in in hair care. So that's kind of what diversion is. And I, you know, for us here on the podcast, we are again, always trying to look for things that are sustainable and like the best fair practices, you know, best practices with everything. And diversion is huge. It happens in hair care products, a ton Paul Mitchell was, you know, and still is huge on diverted products. And I know with skincare, I feel like we want to be even more aware of diverted products because that's on your face, like yes, right there. So if it's like a diverted product that, you know, has ingredients in it that it shouldn't, or maybe it's just expired or whatever. Um, yeah. What do you have to say about diverted skincare? I mean, I get that people want to save money and they want to look for like things on sale at the lowest bottom line prices right. and everything like that, but it's, it's your skin. And so it's more important that you make sure that you're buying from an authorized distributor yeah. than, than like saving a few pennies because you run the risk of purchasing like you said, diverted products, these can be expired. They can be completely counterfeit. So then you yep. have no idea what you're putting on your face. Right. Um, I know with, with, you know, COVID, a lot of people are dermatologists and stuff have been shipping out to their clients. So you don't have to like question where you're getting things from. Right. I mentioned derm to door is great. That's a dermatologist. Like those are all curated products by a dermatologist. Right. Um, and you can get that like send in that picture and find out what you need for your skin without playing the guessing game with that place. Um, you know, or just buy direct from the manufacturer. Um, like yeah. I order a lot of stuff from Luzerne labs. Um, this is my vitamin C from them. It's amazing. Um, and I have coupon, uh, codes for both of those, you know, for your followers, if they do want to save a little bit of money, um, BF Brassfield 15 is for Luzerne Labs. So you can save 15% on everything from there. And mm -hmm. then, um, again, Brassfield, just my last name by itself for Derm to Door, you know, um, there's other websites. What's that other really big popular, I'm trying to think of it, that website, I, I can't I think can't of it. I can't either. think of it. It's Derm something. 
Germs. Uh, Germ it'll store come to me after the germ store that's it germ store is that it oh, germ yeah. store. <laughs> that's another one that you know it's an authorized distributor of these brands yeah. so i mean you you want to you know really make sure that you're getting it from an authorized distributor so that you know what you're putting on your face yeah. and if something goes wrong you could reach out to them and be like hey <laughs> you know yeah it's just like not worth the risk and some places that i would tell people just to avoid getting diverted products. I mean, you said it perfectly, like going mm-hmm. straight to the manufacturer, going to a distributor. Cause like with skincare, there's a lot of stuff that is for aesthetic use only. Like you can't mm-hmm. get it. There's like in hair care, certain things the public can get and certain ones you can't, but um, it's even more rigid in the skincare as it should be because it's like a product right there on your face. But um, I would tell people, don't try to get like Dermalogica on eBay. Um, no. It's probably diverted product. And I hate to say uh-huh. it, but um, although Amazon is really, really good um, and they do have a lot of things built into their, their algorithm to prevent diversion, but some things still squeak through. So on Amazon, when I'm looking for um, products, you know, that I'm used to that are big names, like, you know, Dermalogica mm-hmm. or um, whatever, I will make sure that that seller is actually Dermalogica. Like I won't buy it from a third party person on Amazon. Now I will try, like, it's fun on there too, because there's all these like new brands, almost kind of like Etsy, where there's like all these, there's one that I found that's great. It's a new skincare line out of Utah. It's like all organic and they've got a really good line. So they're not a big you know, name line. So I'd rather do that. I'd rather go for someone who's a smaller brand, who's, you know, using Amazon as their platform, as opposed to someone who's just like buying Dermalogica somewhere shady, or maybe it's just old expired (laughs) products or, you know, something that just shouldn't be on shelves and then selling that. So again, like, don't try to get, I say, expensive products at places that they normally aren't sold. If it's there, um, it just shouldn't be there and you just shouldn't, mm. you just shouldn't buy it. So um, yeah, so just kind of look out for that. I know a lot of us do buy um, the skincare on Amazon, but if you just look at the actual seller, if it's like seller 57, 5,000 star <laughs> rainbow, and it has like nothing to do with Dermalogica, you know, go to their profile and really check out the business. And then I just don't buy it. So yeah, but each mm-hmm. big name brand that sells on Amazon will have their official store. So I always just make sure that I go to like the official. Right. Store. And when you're in doubt, go directly, go directly to the brand website and look for a list of their authorized distributors that's Mm, that's a great tip yeah that is especially important if it ain't there then you know it's not authorized (laughs) they got it by some means of shade it's shady shady we don't want shady with the skincare All right, ladies. So in this episode with Lisa, we have talked about some really good things about skincare. So first of all, we addressed some things um, during the pandemic. We're all experiencing mass knee. There were some great tips shared on little things we can do there to help fight and prevent that. We also talked about dry skin, which is affecting everybody as well. We talked about some other products we can use getting into sheet masking. We talked about how to find a good um, esthetician 
the importance of having a skincare analysis done, and then how to kind of determine what is a real legit product online and what is a diverted product as well. So these really is some good information here in this episode that will definitely help you to find good products, find a great professional and have great success with your skincare. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.